right, everybody. Hey, everybody. This is uh, Frederick Thugless, Thugs Bunny, the vicious abolitionist Johnny Silvercloud coming at you live. Before we begin, be sure to hit that subscribe button on iTunes or SoundCloud, wherever you're going for this podcast. All right. If you're on iTunes, bless us with a review. Such things make it easier for folks to check us out. Anyway, um, one of my buddies is a childhood, child, childhood friend. Shout out to Jerome, JJ Stokes. There you go. All right. Um, he asked me to um, speak on the uh, the um, the black nerd experience. All right. And I'm like, you know, and um, he he gave me this this Facebook status that had a bunch of um it was it was it was pretty much you know the black nerd life of being butthurt that black women are not looking at you or something like that and it's like well now as an adult white folks checking you out da 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 stuff like that and i'm like i'm like it was presented to me like how come you haven't talked about this and i'm like i haven't talked about antarctica either you know why because i haven't been there i haven't been there in, in regards to being a black nerd that don't get black women, I haven't been there either. <laughs> I haven't been there either. That's just not my reality. That's just not, that have not been my experience. So after that, after I made a status speaking on this, on the fact that uh, if you're having girl problems, I feel bad for your son. I got 99 problems, but uh, procuring the romantic interest or sexual interest of black women ain't one. <laughs> I don't know. Um, I noticed that this is kind of like a, a, a driving thing on the internet right now, like a, a huge topic that everybody's talking about. You have um, a lot of black women on in defense mode and uh, who with very valid statements and claims. You have like some, you know, black, a lot of black guys I know, they're like, uh, we'll be all right, or uh, that's not my experience either and stuff like that. Um, but for the most part, there's a sizable group of black guys who are butthurt over, I guess, high school memories or, or something like that. I'm, I'm, I'm going to have to say, man, that's just not my experience. I have not, I have not had the experience of being a black nerd and just being invisible to black women. That just, that, it hasn't happened. I think that when I reflect on my childhood as a black nerd, I think the things that, I know what the things were that set me apart. When it came to being a black nerd, I wasn't just a black nerd. I was other things too. I was also, um, I was, I was always still a black nerd, but I was also aggressive. There was a level of aggression that I had that, that folks saw, um, black woman, black girls seen, you know, um, so like, okay, so being a nerd, you know, I'm, I'm always answering the teacher's questions and stuff like that. And to the point that it even annoys the teacher, you know, stuff like that. And um, some folks want to clown me for being nerdy, I suppose. And I clown them back. You know, I thought about things like there's been times where, like in D.C., we call it being Joan on. Joaning is, is roasting someone. OK, I guess now it's poor manto for uh, joke and owning. All right. But uh, anyway. Um, you just get joned on in DC, roasted, 
and I'll sit there and be like, dang, man, I really don't like how I got roasted or I don't like the fact that everybody was laughing. Uh, I don't really find that guy funny. The class clown was not funny. So what I sat there and did, like I was walking back home or on a school bus home, I'll think of all these things to say like, um, okay, this guy was whack or this guy had a dirty... He had dirt, a dirty collar. He always has a dirty collar. The sleeves, this, the, the edges of his sleeves are always dirty, crusty. I had girlfriends. They didn't. I, I always, I, I, so what I did, what I began doing, looking back, is I've been using my analytical mind, my nerdy analytical mind towards jokes and, and, and owning the moment and making people laugh and, and roasting and joning on somebody. So the next time the class clown wanted to like, you know, joke my joan on me to shut me up or modify my behavior my nerdy behavior i started joining on them and i said it loud enough for the whole class to, to hear it and everybody's laughing and stuff like that and, and at that point it became like this uh we can't talk we can't out talk this guy we can't out talk we can't out talk or trash talk you know little johnny because you know yeah he's a nerd but he's not he's not the nerd nerd he's he's different he can defend himself. And I think that's the thing that a lot of folks might have been missing. You know, a lot of these guys out there who who were boy, once boys and their butt hurt over their their life experiences, you know, their high school nerdy life. There was always black women looking at me, man. There's always black girls looking at me. I think part of it, honestly, is gonna sound pretty vain. I'm kind of good looking. <laughs> I think part of it's because I'm kind of good looking. I mean, if you're ugly, especially like as an adult, being good looking matters a whole lot less. You got to have far more character. But when you're young, good being good looking is like the shit. So um, part of it was the fact I was always a good looking kid. I was a pretty boy nerd and that works wonders. Okay, so what do you want? The, the ugly fake thug or the pretty boy nerd. You know what I, mean? I don't know. I don't know what to say, man. I can't help that. I, I will say that when it comes to like, if you're ugly or if you're um, not that aesthetically pleasing, um, confidence looks good. So why is it saying all this? Okay, there we go. Quiet mode turned on. No, I don't know. Damn quietness. Well, let me check this thing. Out. I gotta. Swipe left, reveal comments and reactions. Okay. Um, it's just saying everybody's walking in. It's not really saying what folks are saying. You know, it's not really saying comments. Okay, so comments are working. Okay, there we go. All right, y'all's all quiet and stuff. Most times folks be talking a bit and I'll read what you're saying and add it to the podcast and broadcast the world and stuff like that and all these, the five, five English-speaking countries and all these other secondary and tertiary countries looking into this you know podcast um anyway i really don't understand i guess i, I understand it to an extent but anyway right, where was i okay if you're ugly confidence works i mean if you're confident in what you're doing for some strange reason women and girls find you good looking do you really think that little wayne is good looking he's not little wayne is ugly Little Wayne looks like a rat, but for some strange reason, you know, beyond riches, you know, um, the confidence level, what he does, he draws ladies. 
or any. This is to the point where if a boy looks like Little Wayne, don't have his riches, don't have his success. So a boy looks like Little Wayne, he's probably gonna get. He's probably gonna get girls because Little Wayne has is you know the confidence of this one guy, this ugly dude, is slides into whoever who looks like that that given said person. Um, another thing is that I had style. Um, I wasn't. I saw uh, one of my homegirls on Facebook. She posted this picture uh, that I'll use for this podcast, which you can find on SoundCloud and stuff, um, of uh, Donald Glover. And Donald Glover, uh, he looks like the nerdiest of the nerdiest. He has like a sweater on. He has a little tie, a skinny tie. You know, he's looking all geeky, big glasses. Um, if you're really trying hard to not get chicks, then hey, you can't, you can't, you can't complain. There's no space for complaint if you if you're really trying hard to not get chicks. I don't know what to say, buddy. Um, but when I was coming up as a kid, I always had style. Um, my style wasn't exactly like you know following everyone else, but I sure enough looked good while I was wearing what I was wearing. I remember back in the '90s, I was wearing like the the uh, delinquent shirts and. Um, yeah, and the, you know, I had a Perry Ellis coat, jacket, and you know, hats, c- color hats to match, and look good, you know. Just well, clean, cleanliness. My collars were never nasty. I was never ashy. Um, just cleanliness, you know. Cleanliness. They say cleanliness is is next to godliness. Well, I, I have a flipper. Cleanliness is next to getting laid. All right, so being clean goes goes a mean way too. I didn't stink, you know. Some folks stink. I brush my teeth, I brush my hair, and a lot of a lot of black folks don't, you know. I'm telling you, man, you got to brush your hair, man. If your hair is low enough, you got to brush your hair, dude. You can't just sit there and be just wake up and show up and like, yeah, yeah ha, I'm out here, and it's like, no, you gotta your hair short. You gotta brush your hair, you know, you know, make those waves happen and stuff like that, man. If if you can can't just be showing up and not brush your hair and stuff like that nah so of course these ladies not going to be looking at you real talk because you know you look all ashy and aggy got crust on the side of your face you ain't wash your face and everything else you know you didn't use deodorant you know you use cologne versus deodorant on your underarms you know some dumbass teenage shit i don't know but for the guy okay so there's a slight validity into the complaints that these guys have, but they're missing information. I'm not going to just blow off all these black nerd guys. Cause I've been a black nerd. I mean, there's a slight, um, it's slightly valid, but the aim and how it's used is not. And this is what's going on. So uh, if you are shy, it's difficult to procure women. I mean, if you're a nerd and you're shy, you didn't, you don't get no girls. I mean, Steve Urkel was a big nerd, but he wasn't shy. You know what I mean? Steve Urkel, he, uh, he, uh, he went out there, man. He put in that work. You know, he looks kind of like a stalker. He kind of like a stalker, but he did have a chick that was digging him. You feel me? Steve Urkel, even Steve Urkel had a chick who was thick and fine. That girl was digging him, right? So, you can't sit there and be like, here's another thing. If you're looking at high school, right? 
to 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 include even being an adult. Um, for every black nerd who felt that the black women were not looking at you, I can guarantee you that there is a chick back in your past, back in your high school, back in your your boy your boyhood, in your childhood that that was digging the shit out of you, but she was shy herself. So since both y'all bamas was shy, y'all wasn't meeting. Y'all didn't y'all didn't see each other. Right? So you gotta take that into consideration. How many times I've 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 like say gotten in touch. This is Facebook here, you know, using Facebook. Um, I got in touch with a high school friend or a girl I remember in high school or they got in touch with me and we're talking and they're like you know what I always liked you though like you know like you know what I was always feeling you you know what you was always cute you was always cute Johnny you know stuff like that they actually do this stuff and then you'd be like why in the fuck you ain't say something back then why didn't you say something back then buddy there was always girls out there looking at you man always I guarantee it, always. But you didn't see that shit, cause both y'all Bamas was shy, and those are the facts. Those are the facts. And she was banging too. She was a girl that you didn't expect. She was a girl who didn't she you know didn't expect. She was like the the super, the apex predator sweetheart bitch or like you know a teen, like teenage bitch chick or whatever the, the cheerleader or or whatever or like maybe she's a nerd too but there's always chicks out there that's like you know what i was feeling this vibe but he never stepped up to the plate you know i was always feeling that that dude's vibe but he never came my way he never let me know he never let her know so Yes, this is well, like yes, we're we're living in society that we're, we're we want to seek equality between the sexes and genders and whatnot and stuff like that. But that doesn't mean that you as a boy making it to be you know in, in search of manhood on the quest of manhood, you as a boy on the quest of manhood should skirt your responsibility of providing security everywhere you go. And so that means that you have to take the initiative. You have to, you know, take that step forward. You know, as a as a boy on that quest of manhood, you have to you have to take the risk. When I when I say risk, I, I mean the risk of rejection. Rejection, um, people take take it in really painful ways. Right. Um, take it really differently. Me, I don't. I, I'm like, I've developed myself uh, since I've seen this as a problem on how men don't take re- uh, rejection well, especially y'all young, y'all new millennial cats um, killing women because they said no and shit. It's another topic. You have, like, I, I've recognized that it's a problem, so I began training myself to take rejection better. I'll actually, I'll, I'll talk to women that I have no intent on, on, one um really hollering at just to hear him say no and just to just to give a rejection and I and I inculcated myself it's like a vaccine like a vaccination shot I, I took I took so much I took so much poison 
now my blood is the antidote you know you know what i'm saying like i took so much poison i'm immune to it so i'm immune i'm emotionally immune to rejection you know what i call rejection i call them objections i find i call a rejection an objection because to me it's, it's more it's not personal anymore it's just a it's just a it's just a mere disagreement the woman just merely disagrees with my proposition and that's what that's how i developed that so um I'll say this to these guys out here, man, these boys and stuff like that. Hey, plan on losing, plan on losing, plan on not getting numbers when you ask for numbers, plan on that. Don't sit there and think that you're going to get every single number you holler at or every single Twitter or whatever y'all get now. Um, I haven't been dating for a bit. I don't know. Um, Oh, man, let me get your your Facebook girl. I don't, I don't know what y'all be saying, but whatever it is, whatever it is, don't. Don't have your mindset as if you're gonna get every single one. Because baseball players, they are superstars. You know, like the best superstar baseball players, they have a um, home run batting average of 33, 30, 36%. That's one out of three. So for these baseball stuff for these baseball stars who be batting at, you know, coming at the bat, out like they they win once but they lose twice before they make that win so they have more losses than they have wins they have more misses than they have strikes more hits more home runs that's how you got to be you got to be that baseball player you got to understand that um you um you uh you need to learn how to play you, you need to learn how to fail it's like judo you need to learn how to fall on the ground and be thrown before you learn how to throw somebody even better i mean shoot um, Michael Jordan, he missed, he, he lost like well over three, 300, 3000 games or something like that. But you remember those championship rings, right? So just think about these things, man. Plan on losing. If once you plan on losing, you good. And uh, once you, once you plan on losing, that puts you at an edge, at an edge, like, uh, above the, the lady, because, I imagine that the the lady takes rejection a whole lot worse than you do. So you have to take that risk as the man, as the guy that has a phallus between those pants. You have to take that risk. If you're not taking that risk, then of course you're not going to get laid because if you're if you're shy or whatever else, this is just not going to happen. So I say you, you got to be able to take that risk, man. But also... With some of these guys levying this complaint, it's uh, man, my fellow black nerd boys, man, not black black nerd brethren. Some of y'all are Afrophobic, man. Some of y'all have um, some of y'all are bitter. You always hear you always hear about the bitter woman or a bitter black chick, but you never hear about a bitter black man. But some of y'all are bitter black men, dude. Let's be real. Some of y'all are bitter, man. Bitter. Bitter. Not bit her, but you just bitter. You would have bitter if you wasn't so bitter. Uh, now nah, I'm biting that. Oh. It sounded the joke sounded better in my head, y'all. Disregard it. Alright. The point is, is that uh some of these black men out here, these black nerds, ex-nerds, or whatever you want to call them, they're bitter, man. And y'all gotta get beyond that shit. Cause if you're bitter about black women, then you never gonna get no black woman. 
Especially if you're a famous bitter dude. Everybody's gonna just remember the bitter crap you done said. <laughs> should be common sense. This this video shouldn't exist. This, this video shouldn't exist. Um. Yeah, man. Y'all y'all bitter, dude. You gotta y'all gotta fix that. Y'all gotta engage in some self reflection. Take a take a mirror and look at yourself. Look at what you're saying and all this Afrophobic nonsense. You're trying to tell me that black women don't dig nerds? I will say that um, it does seem like white chicks and non, you know, and some of these non-black women, mostly white chicks, they love some black nerds, man. They love black, but they love black anything. You know, I've seen these these white chicks you know, grab up the ugliest of the ugliest, these elbow face motherfuckers, right? Like walking, talking elbows and kneecaps. Their faces look like knees because they're black, because it's a black dude. Some of these white chicks will scrap up any black guy, right? They're, they're, they're looking for that black phallus. Another aspect of uh, this uh, white girls value black nerds more nonsense is that they fetishize you. You're a fetish. Now, when it comes to folks allowing themselves to be fetishized, I mean, I guess to an extent, fetishism is a, there's a sliding scale to it. So I'm not going to shame and shun folks for allowing themselves to be fetishized and whatnot, but you're looking at looking at uh, black people as a fetish and a fetish only, that's an illusion. Like so, that that love and affection is an illusion. It's not real. You're not really being valued as a black man if you're fetished, if you're fetishized. You know, there. I mean, if you're fetishized, then you can be replaced. You're you're you are not that unique you might be unique in regards to like not being white but if you're fetishized as a black man as a black nerd some white chick you can be replaced you you're 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 just a dick man you're, you're just a dick wrapped up in, in a pokemon glass or i don't know uh dragon ball z or some shit you just <laughs> i can't think of the puns right now <laughs> I don't have any black nerd puns in my, in my head right now, but um, I will say this. The notion that black women don't dig black, black girl nerds don't dig black guy nerds is a lie, okay? It's a lie. That's not the life that I live. I know that there's numerous girls out there that was probably feeling you, but you just didn't know it. Women hold secrets, y'all. You need to know that women also hold secrets. I shouldn't have to this 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 podcast shouldn't exist, man. This is this is petty. The thing that really irks me is that 
I mean, let's let's rewind back, looking back at the childhood thing, the teenage thing, whatever else. If you're a shitbag, sometimes when you look at it, I want to frame. I'll frame this better. Someone on my Facebook page point out the fact that a lot of y'all black nerds, y'all bitter black nerds and shit, you bitter black men. A lot of y'all guys are actually those quote unquote nice guys. You know, uh, when I say nice guy, nice guy, you're one of those guys who figure that you are owed the attention and um, sexual romantic attention of a woman because you are nice, because you are, you are, I guess, also smart or nerdy. And um, that is a very predatorial standpoint. That's a very wolf with sharp teeth, you know, standpoint. That's that's what that's what the, a dark Sith would do. That's what that's what that's what a Sith Lord would do, y'all. You know, trying to use this black nerd terminology. <laughs> you know, um, that's not that's not the Jedi way. That's not the the good guy. You're not the good guy. You are a bad guy posing as a good guy. You're the Anakin Skywalker here, okay? You're, you're the guy who's who acts and sounds nice, but you really want you're really on a quest for power. You're Anakin Skywalker, buddy. And these girls, man, they a lot of these some girls get caught up, but also a lot of these girls they can smell this Anakin Skywalker type of motherfuckers long like a long way. So you can't just sit there and be like, well, I'm better than the fake thug guy, so why don't they be with me? No, 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 you can't be that way. You gotta check yourself before you wreck yourself. I can be all day corny, y'all. I am a black nerd. I'm such a geek. <laughs> I can be a total geek here. Celebrating black geekdom worldwide, y'all. Worldwide. All right, anyway. Do think about that. Do think about this, this, this entitlement mentality that you might have as a black male nerd. You might have an entitlement mentality where you think, well, um, she's obligated to holler at me because I'm, I'm, I'm nice. That's not really nice. That's why I like to say good guy. And one of my quotes is good is not nice. I said it many times. I was an asshole. I've been telling the truth, and I'm like, "Hey, good is not nice. Good is not nice. You know, if you focus on being a good man rather than a nice guy, maybe you got some black ladies, man. I don't know. Can't call it work for me. But a lot of y'all are a modified nice guy." A predator, a um, and you know, and the modified nice guy is also the uh, an abuser. The modified nice guy is the guy that you know, um, the entitled black nerd guy. Y'all the ones who engage in you know domestic abuse when things don't go your way, or um, all of a sudden you're violent and stuff like that. So yeah, you gotta check yourself, man. You know, um, you might be, you know, moving on to that dark side. Okay, so 
check that mask, man. Nope. Nope. Star Trek. I, I forgot what Spark was. Spock was saying with this, this, this hand thing. Um. Anyway, uh, I don't think I have anything else to say, man. It just has like you know, black women not loving me. That has not been my experience. Now, have I ever been rejected by a black woman? Well, of course. Have, have a black woman ever called me lame? Well, of course. But live long, live long and prosper. That is definitely the the spark thing. Anyway, um, have a black woman reject me? Well, of course. But that doesn't mean that every black woman is out to not get me. That makes no sense. It's ridiculous. If you saw three black chicks, right? You want to holler at these three black, black, black girls and all three of them say no. You're going to condemn the entire population of black females, black women, because three let you down. Three done said no. Are you applying the same logic to white chicks? No, are you applying the same the same parameters of judgment upon everyone else? I think this mess is kind of slanted, man. I think I think um, some of y'all are just Afrophobic, you know. And I'm not going to say that. I'm not going to. I'm not going to diminish y'all experiences, but y'all are experiencing stuff like rejection, and you are not absorbing rejection in a healthy manner. Okay, so I'm not saying rejection is not real, but how you are accepting and absorbing that rejection is flawed. Okay, there's something wrong with your programming. You know, something wrong with your wrong with your RAM or ROM. Nerd ass motherfucker. Um, I think one of the things that a lot of ladies like like to when it came to me is that. Uh, I'll say it's that aggressive attitude, man. Like, there's this. I wasn't like aggressive like that, but I was more like there was this this silent, this this reticent aggression that made me that makes me me. I think that folks found that intriguing. I think I think the ladies, you know, I wasn't like oh silent, mysterious, nothing like that. But I think they um they found that um intriguing though that. I can um, outclass clown class clowns, and I can out thug the thugs. Um, when I, when folks want to get into fights, usually the class clowns, which are like, well, he's a nerd. I can whip his ass. <laughs> One guy actually beat me up a bit. It wasn't really that bad, but I lost. You know, I flat out lost. I wonder where that dude is at, man. He probably that guy's probably a bum somewhere. Man, I hope folks that'd be great if I see somebody like, man, that guy's successful. But I don't know. But anyway, um, might be dead already, man. Somebody's, I know a lot of dead folks from my childhood. Anyway, um, I lost a fight. Then I won the rest. I did the nerd thing. I kicked really high. I was a martial artist. I kicked really high at his damn head, at his at his chest. He grabbed my foot, threw it up, and stomped me out on the ground. So guess what I did, uh, my nerd brethren? I stopped kicking that motherfucking high. Start using my hands more. Start grabbing motherfuckers and learn how to grapple and choke bamas out and throw them on the ground and and pop and pop joints and shit like folks and as well as melee and folks start fucking with me. You know, so um, when folks are like, "Oh man, we're gonna whip his ass," and then I show up and what looks like what I don't look the same way as I did before. 
that shit that shit ended. So I was able to um able to defend myself, and that was also a, a thing that folks need to check for. I, I I guess like with the fake thugs, you know, it's an illusion, but they're like they're exuding this this air of confidence. It's fake confidence, but some of it sometimes it's real. But it's like folks are like, oh man, this guy can like you know defend himself, whatever else. They have that in their head already, but but the nerd not so much they don't think that so you have to put yourself in a position or be placed in a situation where defending yourself actually did occur or uh or you just being vicious i think we call it savage now and uh, folks are like oh snap that mo- that's an ill-ass motherfucker people respect you for that and guess what you can do you don't have to be a uh, pretend you're the fake thug or start bullying people no you just be yourself and like when push come to shove you pop open that that can or bottle and you share you share that whoop ass um yeah so if you're a black nerd you get beat up there's <laughs> not much you can do i remember i remember back in the day um there there used to be this uh like a nerd right a nerd dude would get in a fight or he get beat up he get beat up real bad and the finest chicks be like Oh, you stop hitting him. Or, oh, you stop hitting him. You get off that guy, that poor guy. And you'd be like, but she ain't going to be trying to holler at him, though. She'd be like, hell no, I'm not going to holler at that dude. <laughs> 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 they act all sympathetic and they like, hell no, I ain't hollering at that dude. His ass got whipped. I'm just saying, I'm saying to stop hitting him. <laughs> I feel sorry for his ass. Um, you gotta be able to defend yourself. There's, that's the thing that we have to do as men is provide security. If you can't secure yourself, you can't secure the woman, you can't secure a household. They're not thinking that far ahead, but it's all like ingrained in our in our minds. Um, you know, it's intrinsically. It's a it's one of those automatic things. It's kind of innate with human beings and shit. Um, what else about this black nerd nonsense, man? I think I saw homeboy here. Let me uh, bring uh, Sean Scott up in here, man. See what he got to say. Um, yeah, though, man, it's uh, y'all just y'all. Okay, another thing about the black nerds, right? If you were the fake thug back in the day, or even now, the girls are still not feeling that you be. I guarantee it. The girls are still not feeling you. All right, the uh, the fake thugs that the girls didn't feel is the same thing as the nerds. I mean, if you're if you're whack, the girls are not feeling you. Period. There it is. So, yeah, man, you can't just be, you can't be a uh, agonal, agonal Aggie and stuff as if, um. As if all these black women are absolutes, man. That's bullshit. Black women. Black women love black men the most. Black women love black men the most. The most. The most. Perhaps we can chalk it down to proximity. Um, but whatever it may be, black women love black men the most. Black men love black women the most. But in in the spirit of this 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 discussion here black women love us man get the fuck out of here you can't sit there you cannot cl- you cannot 
convince me that black women hate or despise or throw away or have a disdain for black nerds. You just got to be more than man. You have to be you have to you have to be the hero. You got to be bigger. Like uh, one of the things I like I was thinking back in my childhood and I had a bit of a I call it, I had a battle rapper personality. You know, I didn't rap back then. I didn't. But um, I had a battle rapper personality. I was really competitive. I wasn't super athletic. But when it came to fighting, I'm like, you're not beating me. I wasn't like. Oh God, I hope I don't fight. I'm like, look, if you fight me, if you if you fight me, I'm gonna make this as painful as fuck just to teach you a lesson. I, 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 I wanted to make things so painful for somebody. I, I, I wanna make things so painful for somebody who wanted to fight me when I was a kid that I whooped their ass so hard that it changes their life projection. And within seven years they become a millionaire by writing a book and they're going to write this book with the first three chapters be dedicated on how i whooped that ass not told folks that like i'm not like i, I nah um i was that there was a slight arrogance that i had a slight cockiness a slight nar- narcissism that i had as a nerd but folks for some reason dug it because i guess it wasn't toxic maybe it was funny maybe it was weird maybe a little strange i don't know but but people dug the uh my the level of arrogance that i had this is back in the 90s this is like uh the attitude era when you had the rock you know back when the rock was like was at his height and wrestling and stuff like that so the late 90s man that was the, that was the shit so when it came to anything man i was like i had a battle rapper personality video games you couldn't touch me in Tekken. You couldn't touch me in Soul Calibur. You couldn't touch me in any Namco fighting game. So I'm like, hey, you know, like, oh, you want, like, you want some? Like, I was like a battle rapper, man. I'm like, oh, for real? You want some of this? All right, let's go. All right, all right, let's go. Right? Um, I was that way with school. I was that way with the nerd shit, the the standard nerd shit. I'm like, hey, man, um, like, teacher ain't gonna get me in this history class. The teacher ain't gonna get me in this science class. You can't check me in this science class. You can't check me in this history class. Oh, for real? What do you, what do you know about the Civil War? What do you know about the Civil War? All right. I'm waiting. I'm waiting. I had a battle rapper personality. And I think that people dug that. I think the girls dug that shit. So, uh, and I still do. I still have that. That's still, that's, it's still there. Um... Yeah, no, I, 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 like, I can't, I can't co-sign the, the black women don't like black nerds thing. You just gotta be black, motherfucker. Gotta be fucking black. You, you gotta not forget who you are, where you are. You, you can't forget family. You can't. You gotta have that connection. You gotta be able to connect. You gotta be able to, to talk to people. I can't emphasize, and I can't emphasize enough. <laughs> Being able to make people laugh, being fun, you got to be able to be fun, man. And if you have hobbies that that women don't find attractive or whatever else, like, say, I guess, collecting Pokemon cards or playing video games. One thing you can do is draw the girls into that video game, school, school them on what you're doing. So it's not like you're isolating your, your, yourself from like your world from from them. You can school them what you're doing. 
have them join in on it. I mean, play crap that that involves um, a second controller, or you can put out a halt. You know, you can you can moderate that nonsense and take your ass the fuck outside. Come on, you can do both. You can the third option, do it all. Yeah, if you value um, playing video games, um, Pokemon nonsense, or whatever else above the woman, that's like an inanimate object that she has to be jealous of. Of course she ain't gonna like that shit. Like some of these girls see that crap a mile away. She's like, I ain't fucking that dude. You know, he don't value me. They wouldn't be valued. Yeah, man. But overall, the black nerd experience, I'm going to bring this to a close in a bit. The black nerd ex uh, experience as a black man, black boy nerd. For someone to say that black women do not like black nerds, it's a lie. And fuck you to anybody who seeks to perpetuate that lie. You feel me? Um, number two. There, was, there were girls that did like you. They did, I guarantee it. I will play God right now, and I'll tell you that I, I can look into the, I can, I can look into your past, and I see the eyes and the beating heart of that girl that liked you. But now one of y'all bamas, like, you know, stepped up to the challenge, so you never found out. I guarantee it. I guarantee it. Um, and, uh, Last but not least, a lot of y'all are hurt, and need to get the fuck over it, okay? And quit, and quit. I really do hate this Afrophobic propaganda that is always placed against us. I'm sick of it. I'm really sick of it. There's been, you know, I, I call everyone out. I, I'm, a, I'm a equal opportunist when I call folks out. When black women do it, I call them out. Much to their chagrin, much to their their frustrations, much to like I lose fans, uh, I lose I lose people, I lose friends, and fans, and stuff. But I call them out. Black men, I, oh, I do call y'all out. This is one of the one. This is one of the big ones that. We as black men own. We own this bullshit here. This is nonsense. We need to fucking stop. We need to stop. Stop the madness, man. Stop. Stop lying. Stop. Stop blaming women for your for your, for your your own mishaps. If you're lame, you're lame. Get good. You know. You know. We say with the video game crap. We're playing Destiny or Halo or Call of Duty. Whoop somebody's ass. Get good, bitch. Get good. You know, use your respawn, man. Respawn. Respawn. Anyway, I'm about to uh about to bring this to a close for real. So I'll say that. It's about that time. Thanks for joining us. Before you leave, if you like what you heard, click like and subscribe to us on iTunes or iTunes or iTunes. I'm just joking. iTunes, SoundCloud, wherever you go for your podcast. Don't let this be the last time we hear from you or you hear from us. Follow us on Facebook, Afro Sapio File. That's an actual page, Afro Sapio File. 
or Johnny, you're already looking at me. And if you want to be heard, you can always leave a voice message, a three minute voice message at 202-854-1996. Last but not least, be sure to check us out on AfroCipioFile.com, the website where I'll be writing stuff down for everything that pertains to intelligent black thought. I've been Johnny, and you've been awesome. Peace.